What's up, guys? Welcome back to Eastgate Exchange, the show where we talk about electric skateboards, M boards, Eastgate Con, and really just the electric skateboard industry in general. And as you may notice, I am producing the show today from behind camera, or Woo! well, I'm still in front of camera. There's just nobody in my seat this week. You're just behind the desk. Yes, but this week we have a special guest. We have David Pastor. Pastor? Yes. From Shockboard Systems. Shockboard Systems. So oh, man, you may man, not know David, but you certainly should know his product. His product at this point. I Everybody's so. ranting and raving about it right yeah. now, bro. So, it is the talk. So you you came down from. By the way, James is here. Like, hey guys, yeah. yeah no, don't don't want to just, just gloss yeah. over him. No, it's no, okay, dude. James. Let's let's he's, get to the guests, man. We don't get to get star. very. I mean, we get guests, but it's like really yeah. cool to get like the owner and vendor, the mind, like the yep. man, the myth, the legend behind all of it, <laughs> sitting here. Like, all right, dude, ready for the questions? Yeah. Shoot them. I'm not oh, a big man. fan of the Zoom meetings, so I right. like I like to get people here in person. And I'm probably leaving a lot of cool interviews on the table by by being so anti-zoom but i just like people being here in the studio oh, so sure. it's agree. just a lot a lot better um right. but yeah you came all the way down from from colorado i right? did come down yeah. from colorado but the leg that i uh recently journeyed with was from la jolla okay and actually i'm going back there it turns out i need to do a few more things with filming for this launch video that we're trying Hell to yeah. produce so uh, i had an opportunity i was talking to my friend carlos last night and so i'm going to be heading back down there today and do a few things cool and then i'm going back to colorado but yes awesome Colorado all right is where we're based right now so let's quickly go over what shockboard systems is for anyone who somehow doesn't know about you guys yet um, so you guys first showed off at EastgateCon 2023. Yes, mm -hmm. we did. So you originally sent me an email and, <clears throat> you know, you had some renderings, you had a logo, <laughs> but that's kind of where, that's where all, that's where it was at at the time. That's where it was at. Yeah. So describe just briefly what, you know, Shockboard Systems is, what your two product offerings are and like what your, you know, generally what each of them do. What the whole shtick is. Yeah. Right, so Shockboard Systems, um, as the name kind of implies, the main ingredient for our company is a suspension system, which is an independent travel sprung system that replaces the hanger on the kind of ubiquitous DKP or TKP truck setup for eboard platforms, and just skateboards in general, but obviously the target here are eboard platforms. And it gives you 40 millimeters of travel, it again is independent, so each wheel can perform individually over terrain to give you a much more controlled mm -hmm. ride um, instead of having a solid axle with suspension. It's kind of like a rally car setup, right? That's how I liken the system. Okay, skateboarding. The real the real motivation here was to give greater performance to the trail ride to the off road rider. Um, and wow, I actually very recently, the time that I've been spending in uh, La Jolla, it's been about uh, a couple months I've been down there, a little longer than I thought, but I've been just riding trails like crazy. And I know I'm getting off on a tangent a little bit about the system, <laughs> <It's okay>. but, <laughs> but it rolls right in. It's, it's, that's where the performance really shines. Cool. Man, when you're on a trail and you're yeah. up to speed, I mean, of course, you're not doing 
stooge type racing. Well, right, right, right. Well, right. speak for yourself, sir. I felt <laughs> like I was hitting stooge speed yesterday, dude. <laughs> he took us on the trails yesterday, Mike, and we've never done shit like this, bro. I mean, right. you've been skating together for a minute, and mm -hmm. the shit that we were hitting yesterday, bro, we have never hit before. So, like in the very beginning, it was super intimidating, and but like when you once you kind of get yeah. used to the shocks and everything, bro, you can get cooking like 15, 20 miles oh, yeah. an hour down these yeah. single trails as long as there's not gravel. Gravel was our worst enemy yesterday, dude. It took yeah. both of us down a couple yeah. of times. For gravel sure. Well, gravel's Sand. gravel, bro. Yeah, That's but, a traction man. issue. Yeah, but total we were, issue, dude, yeah. we were cooking, bro, during some parts that we shouldn't have been able to skate on, which was crazy. I'm so surprised I didn't yeah. pop a tire. Yeah. It was crazy, bro. Yeah. So pretty much, basically, we're at a four-wheel independent uh, suspension system. Suspension. So each wheel Tor moves torsion differently. Suspension with system. torsion springs. Yeah. Torsion springs. So there I guess go. I'll get back on track yeah. with describing what the system is Squirreled. without getting too detailed about it. And yeah. I'm working on being concise. So my apologies. <laughs> no, you're good, bro. <laughs> my wife Beth is like, you have to be more concise. Listen, if anybody just... that's the inner salesman, bro, right. coming exactly. out. Well, if anybody <laughs> hasn't met David, Dave, when when you get to talk to David, David <laughs> likes to talk, and there's it's nothing against that, man. It's, it's he a like, labyrinth. It, that uh, he likes to sit and have a good conversation. <laughs> And a lot of people don't do that anymore. It's like you sit down and it's like, all right, cool. Yeah. Hi, my name's this. It's my product. All right, I'm out. But when you sit down with David, we're going to talk for 20 yes, minutes. Sir. Dude. Let's get to know each yeah. other. Yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> so the suspension system. Yeah. I was inspired because I guess, let me add some context here for the inspiration, if that's okay. Yeah, hey, for sure. About Shoot it, dude. Get it in. I'm discussion. So uh, I got an e-skate, uh, the first board that I got was the Backfire Ranger, which I still have, and I love that board. That's um, the hub drive one? Yeah, it's the hub okay. drive one. It's it's oh. all stealthy, it's quiet, you know, it suffers from torque and other things, but it's a, I call it a playful board. It's a great it little city cruiser. Um, I got that, I took it on a trail, and I was- With your hub motors. I was blown That's away, awesome. though. <laughs> Still, it was like, okay, I'm riding, I'm skateboarding on the dirt. This yeah. is just stupid cool. Like, how right. dumb awesome is this? You know, it hit some features, let's just say. It's a trail. It wasn't too gnarly or anything. It was kind of close to my house in Colorado, pretty convenient. And uh, I was blown away, but then it dawned on me, wow, I really should have done a little bit more research. Maybe I should have gotten something with some suspension, right? I mean, right. oh, my God, that would really be cooking on a trail. So I got back to the interwebs, and I didn't see anything except the beast of a Baja board at that time. Yep. And that was about that was 2020-ish, I think. And yeah. uh, that was the only one out. The another another one out right that's now, a pretty right? intimidating Never. board as well yes. baja board's it's no a, joke it is a mechanically intimidating that's board. i'm yes. not too sure for, if propel had dropped then or not they but hadn't yeah they i know hadn't. it was somewhere right around then they were probably cooking it up in yeah. the lab right, right. <laughs> uh so that was that was the inspiration for wow maybe uh i can do something about this i in my background is construction i'm just tired i don't want to do it anymore so i'm thinking maybe this is a business opportunity let me be concise. So that's hold was. on. Your background is construction, so you really right. thought. Let me go ahead and invent this sure. awesome Why suspension. Not? Why not? Been there, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like right yeah. Why you feel me? We went from <laughs> yeah. went from an arts degree to engineering, like dude, real I, quick, bro. I commend you guys on being able to just fucking switch some shit up, dude, and Go at it here, and make it. This the way that we've done it is you make a lot of 
costly mistakes because yeah. you don't really it's know weird. what you're doing, yeah. but you just keep doing it and keep iterating until it, it works. And that's just super expensive to do it that way. Yeah, it is. Though I'll argue yeah. a, a engineering degree is a lot more expensive. Yeah. So maybe, <laughs> right. maybe we're actually ahead <laughs> exactly. of the game yeah. here. Totally yeah, right. for Let's sure. You guys have, you, y'all have figured something out for <laughs> sure, bro. I so. hope so. It seems like it seems it's yeah. proven in reality. Now. Yeah. Like yeah. We've oh, got, hell yeah. So the suspension system. Um, yeah. Well, let's not get into the whole details of the whole journey of engineering. But um, here it is. It's independent. One of the really cool things I think about our system is that it's so adaptable. Very adaptable. To all of these DKPs and TKPs out there. So, so do you have, have a off the top um, of the head list of the boards that are compatible? Oh my gosh, there's so many. Uh, I know. I you, mean, I can I can tell you what some of the main players are, and okay. I know there's more, and there's, there's there some I haven't and even we're for sure. I mean, it's pretty much guys. all DKP board, base yeah, boards. Pretty much. So Evolve is good to go. Yep. Meepo is good to go. Meepo also has a TKP option for their hurricane platforms, and I think it's available with pretty much every configuration that you Yeah, have. they they allow a lot they of shit. They work with the DKP and TKP of Meepo, also own a board. They work with the um, the TKPs, I know for sure, and I think they also offer the DKP, which I've tested. They work with that. They work with M boards endurance. Yes, yeah, hey. yep. love it. Um, and my gosh, I know I'm forgetting a lot. I know there's the Vespar Blackhawk two point or black. I think it's the Blackhawk, not the new one. Yeah, they have a new board. They which have a couple of them that are compatible out. with, or at Kay. least I haven't tried it. Well, I think Drew's got that new one. And what's Drew's got? Drew has the Vestar with the big battery oh, uh, yes. the Osprey. one, the Osprey, that's I, what it's called. So I don't think it's compatible with Osprey. But here's a follow-up to okay. this whole compatibility uh, discussion is that we also make a DKP-TKP. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have a compatible board, you can buy those on our website. Right now I have, uh, yeah, there's the uh, DKP. I don't have a photograph yet for our TKP. Yep. It looks pretty similar. Soon. It's yeah. all CNC. It looks beautiful. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Mike. Yep. It does uh, look, It does look great. We yeah. got them sitting out in the shop. Can't yep. wait to put it on the board. Yeah, so I just, we just baked those, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> I like I like the TKP option. Like, the DKP option is very nice if you're going to be hitting trails because you kind of need to get in and yeah. out of stuff. But yeah. sometimes the TKP is really nice if you're going to be, like, a city street rider. For sure. For sure, yeah. And uh, the crazy thing is, you know, it's it's preferential depending on oh, your riding sure. style and also your environment, mm -hmm. right? Like you said, James. Right. My friend Alex, who uh, has the systems and has been one of the test pilots for me who lives in San Diego, has the whole setup on his uh, own board Zeus Bamboo Pro okay. that have TKPs. And uh, I did give Mike a picture of that board that he recently sent to me. He's on a trip right now up in Mammoth. And, yeah, uh, you were telling us about Mammoth that the other day. Thing like crazy. So, Alex has been riding this and showing me some of these awesome trails in mm -hmm. the San Diego area, and he actually owns the Endeavor. The I think it's the Pivot, right? That's the company, the Pivot Endeavor. Uh, uh, propel. Pivot? Oh, Propel. Yeah, sorry. Propel, and they, their I new board that they up. just dropped. Propel the new tune well is the Pivot and the Pivot GT. Pivot is not the suspended like board, right? No, it's a regular two-in-one. So he's got the Endeavor, which I've ridden. There, my first I got the picture up. Sorry, there guys. There it is. Took there me a second. Is. And <laughs> we'll talk about the Trick Sticks, too, because it's a great Dude, that supplement. looks so mean, bro. I love the way <laughs> yeah. that looks. So he's been hitting this board super hard on these crazy trails we've been doing, and he's 
preferring this over, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm not dissing any company, but he's preferring the ride. It's very mm-hmm. personal, subjective. He's preferring this board to the trail ride he's been doing over his endeavor. Um, I, think, I believe that. I think I do have yeah, more travel. Sure. Not a great amount of more travel, but there are some advantages and disadvantages, you know, ap- you know, comparative pros and cons to both systems. But it's really it, it gives me a big boost yeah. confidence mm-hmm. for my product because uh, I really believe he's being absolutely sincere with me. He's a super cool dude. Um, he's not really being biased. You know, disclaimer, I did give him the systems. Yeah. They're not for sale yet. So, I mean, I know that factors into everyone's consideration when uh, I talk about test pilots and people giving me all these accolades and, you know, claims of how awesome it is. But you guys are, I know you guys are totally sincere and honest with me. I don't think I'd be on this podcast if I had a piece of crap out there. Oh, no, no. No, as soon as Uh, I seen this at Eastgate Con, I came right over your booth. I said, hi, I'm James. I'm with Mboards. I love this. Tell me everything about it, bro. And then come to the shop as soon as you can. No, I mean, the the very first podcast after... Eastgate Con, that was like one of the only companies. was one of the Dude, only companies I actually so wanted to talk about. <laughs> I was so geeked out when yeah, you guys massive, yeah. massive innovation. Like it's I think, really cool. I think you, I think your your product will has inspired a new like award we're gonna give out next year yeah. or from all future years will be at Eastgate Con. Uh, it'll be just be like the innovation, the innovation of the year award, award or something. Um, and unfortunately, it didn't exist last year because yeah. you guys would have got it. Yeah, because you were the one that gave us the <laughs> idea. Maybe we'll afterwards. maybe we'll name wow. the award after you guys. So that yeah. way wow. it's better. Something be something like that. But yeah, when we seen that, cool. it gave us the idea, and we're like, all right, that's cool. How do we make more people maybe want to bring some more stuff like this? All right, well, let's uh, make yeah. an award and let's let's make people talk about something it and truly it, innovative. Because yeah, like, there, I, I think our industry right now is just on a cycle of refinement, right? We're just taking right. something and that's paste. the same it's and we're just valid, tweaking it a little right. bit, tweak, Absolutely. tweak, tweak, tweak. But there's nothing like super new. Like even a lot of the companies who have like the best remote or the best this or the best that, they're not any different year after year. They're mm-hmm. just they're just a little bit refined. But like it, this one was something actually like, like you know, uniquely new. Right. Yeah. But a brand new thing. Right. It, it's difficult. I yep. totally get it. I, you know what, Mike? I think the reason it I got inspired and it kind of came to me is because I just wasn't familiar. Uh, this was mm-hmm. brand new to me. So I had right. this outsider objective about it. Mm-hmm. It was just the experience I didn't have. You know, I wasn't you weren't limited I, by what is and what's going on right. and what can or cannot be done. You were Kinda. like, hold on. It's weird. It's, it's, I think that really was part of uh, the process and uh-huh. me gaining inspiration, which seemed instantaneous, right? Obviously, I was on a trail ride and suspension's proven. Yeah, and then you were like, duh. Of course, there should be some, and there was, but it was, you know, a scaled-down version of our standard coilover shocks, which is totally viable. It works, but yeah, I it thought, does. wow. It's, but it works we differently. We could simplify it. Oh, here's this cool picture. So yep. this, I took a photograph of this um, just so it would be easier. Is this yours or? This is the one. This is the rear configuration, and I took a picture of it because I wanted to highlight how much abuse we have intentionally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is intentional. Yeah. This, this is you beating like, the shit out of this them. This is uh-huh. me beating the crap. Out of this. <laughs> um, I'm not as good as James about documenting my miles, but I I know that this has got to be 
easily over 100 miles, maybe not quite 200 miles of really? trail abuse. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause my oh, just strictly yeah. trails. Yeah. yeah. Trail That's a lot of miles for trail riding, so bro. Because right. trail riding goes a lot slower Dude, than regular riding. Did, a lot slower, I think we did maybe five, eight miles on the trail yesterday, bro. And uh, I'm a little sore today. But yeah. It's completely it's different. It's tough. It's shit, different, bro. dude. Oh my, different shit. my calves, bro, my ankles, my feet are just are a different sore than they usually are. Yeah. Yep. It's funny you mentioned that because uh, it's 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 not really a new experience, but it, but it kind of is at the same time. People obviously altering boards are taking them on trails, but I don't right. think anyone's hitting a trail like I'm motivated to hit a trail. Yeah, yeah. dude. So oh, my gosh. <laughs> Alex that I talked about earlier, he showed me some of these mountain bike trails uh, in La Jolla and Man, the the stuff that we've been going over, rock gardens, just rocky, crazy terrain, some steep descents, ascents. I mean, man, I it's 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 crazy how much core you use. Uh -huh. This is the thing, the experience you're saying about how you get exhausted. Uh, it's just a totally different animal, and I see this as sort of a a nexus point, like a divergent point where people are going to want to do this kind of riding and exploring on a, on a board. It just seems like a no-brainer, right? You have a uh -huh. board now that's an all-terrain, but it could be truly more of an off-road board if you offer suspension, control points, et cetera, et cetera. Mountain board style on a long board style platform. Yeah, in instead um, of having to spend three grand on, an all on a real right. off-road board or more, you can now just spend in the hundreds and, and convert your two-in-one board to exactly. now a three-in-one board. Right. Ooh. I, I like mean, that. you get a board that's 10 years old, bam, uh -huh. got our system right. on it, and it's this new off-road monster beast, right? <laughs> right? It really is. It changes up the whole thing. I was super surprised at all the abuse that it was taking yesterday, and I watched <laughs> oh, yeah, David. Dude. David's suspension system took on these rocks, bro, and ended up winning longer <laughs> than his deck did, bro. Mm -hmm. And like, we were, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure you broke the suspension. He's like, no, it's good, dude. Look at it. I'm like, bro. I heard something break, and he was like, he no, no, no. And so we look at the suspension. Everything's fine, dude. The trucks are all yep. good. And after, like, another couple miles, we realized he may or may not have separated his deck. But <laughs> uh, the suspension, dude, yeah. just, like, which, keeps which, taking a beating that's great, and then. going, bro. And because like, that oh. means your system is totally strong enough that you're now – you're. You're, you've moved that bottleneck to somewhere uh -huh. else. Yeah. yeah. You don't that would have broken – no on the other trucks – your, your deck would have broken way earlier oh man because you're not getting that cushiony fall so like right yeah so yeah so that's great so because really we've been you've been waiting to launch just to ensure that your product is mm -hmm. solid that it's and sound. that it will last and i right. think at this point you have uh -huh. <laughs> real, real yeah. world testing has happened and i know james you've got a lot of miles too. Uh -huh. i first. just what did i do i hit a 800 on okay. thursday or friday which we're, is great. we're trying to hit the have goal. you really hit 800 yeah, on yeah, your shock eight, boards alone yeah, 800 yep so how many miles does your endurance have in general oh now? my god bro that's, uh well not we're running it on one of the shot boards so you're right i did the first probably four on my deck and then we switched it over because we needed to, to sample that's the right. new esc that we're going to be using so that's now in a different endurance with the shock board so we're okay. testing two things at once and uh it has been a blast bro yeah it has been a lot of fun but uh so 800 miles on that on that system and i think i've taken it apart twice mm -hmm. and cleaned it because it, uh you gotta like grease up the little springs in there and stuff yeah. and after you're smashing around outside for a while dude because of my ocd 
And as soon as I see the dirt, I'm like, nope, it's got to come out of there. And yeah. so uh, I've taken it apart twice and cleaned it and the bearings in it and everything and everything that's in it, all the little seals, bro, perfect. <laughs> oh, no, that's great. You're taking care of your stuff. Yep. I, on the other hand, I'm intentionally neglecting it. Right. Yeah. I yes. am letting it just freaking just get hammered and, and dirty. I'm not taking care and of it. Most people, most people don't take care of their stuff. Dude, so. squeaky. Honest, yes, most people, myself included kind of neglect. I don't have to take care of anything because right. Jacob takes care of all yeah, my stuff right. for me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, clean habit. my board. Yeah, Jacob <laughs> totally. sees some dirty shit, dude, and we'll take care of it. It's ASAP, yeah. bro. He hates it. Yeah. So let's go with, let's go over like you have your idea and what are your steps now that like take us through like the process of getting it out of your head onto paper, onto a computer screen and into the real world. I think a lot of people who listen like to hear about the behind the scenes yeah, kind of part a, of things. Like origin story. Yeah, like process. like they like to see the product, but like and the actual manufacturing and prototyping process, I think I believe is in- interesting. And I think a lot of a lot of other people also think it's interesting. So like how did that process go for you? I know prototyping is very expensive. Like and go, time consuming. Yes. Time consuming. Like go over yes. that process for us. In the process of me just diving into this whole world that yeah. I hadn't been engaged with before. Yeah, so the inspiration, let's just say, okay, I was inspired. I had this almost instantaneous idea for a torsion spring setup because mm-hmm. it just seemed easily adaptable, scalable. It would be nice and clean. You didn't have to complicate it with a proprietary setup. And then the next thought almost instantaneously again was, wow, you could just configure this so that you could adapt it to all these boards. Okay, great idea. So I got a, p- a paper and pencil literally mm-hmm. just started sketching that's how it starts most of the time how it starts i mean it makes perfect sense right i played with that sketch and just you know messed around with it pr- for probably about a month and uh this whole time i'm kind of en- engaging my wife about this thing i'm getting pretty amped about it hey i think i have this great idea you know she's listening to me and and giving me the benefit of the doubt but it's it it really it really blossomed after that. Um, and I got super pumped and inspired. I'm like, you know, the only way I could really try to prove this virtually is to get a program, a CAD program. Right. And really, and now, of course, I was ignorant to learning the whole process and everything out there. So the headache of CAD. Yeah. I didn't know anything about the CAD programs. I meant, which that's the most impressive true. part to me that, right? that we went from not knowing not any knowing CAD it. programs to having your product look the way it does uh-huh. is and very fun- impressive and function, to me. Bro. And actually function properly. <laughs> your tolerances were actually right. Things <laughs> yeah. fit together. Like that's crazy my to me. You know how it is, Mike. I, yeah. I mean, I just every day. I yeah. was hitting it every day, all day long for 10, 12 hours. How many, how many YouTube videos did you watch about Fusion? All of them? Probably, you know, I found a couple good youtubers explaining yep. systems and uh after that i kind of just you know what i'm just trial, and, trial error. and error I yep. think david's right. a lot smarter than he's telling us bro no, are you are I'm you not. a genius I'm, mo- I'm motivated iq iq no. 190 type no. shit no. <laughs> 190 is no. that high bro isn't that <laughs> that's high? very high that's how, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just no. threw a number out there <laughs> <laughs> <that's how it's laughs> James doesn't know what he's talking about. I have no idea. I seen some license plate that said IQ 130, and I was like, that's that, pretty high, too. I mean, it's not like extraordinarily around, high, but it's pretty high. Okay. So yeah, I guess that's average. a flex, bro. So yeah. I just tried to triple that real quick 369, 190. Anyways, <laughs> squirreling. So, that's so douchey, though, to put your IQ in your license plate. I'm I, sorry. Yeah, dude, yeah. a weird flex. 
Hey, is my is my uh is my microphone sounding weird to you guys at all? No, sounds okay. good to me. All right, good. It's just my headphones. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I can a license plate. It's uh counter and it's it's counter. Now I don't believe you. Yeah, exactly. Huh. Right. What? That, no, no, I believe you. I don't believe him now. Bro? I know. Huh? What do you do? Like tell him to roll down the window and throw the app at him on the phone, the IQ test app? <laughs> I've always wanted to do it, but I'm afraid it's going to be a, like a single digit number. So I'm like, damn it, I knew it. <laughs> It'd be institutionalized it, immediately. <laughs> IQ is 10. Awesome. Yep, yep. Way better than that. As long nine. as I'm double digits, bro, I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, t- 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 oh, no. Totally. All right, so you learn CAD all by yourself, bro. Yeah. Sort of. I mean, yes, YouTube videos, right? Tutorials. That definitely helped me get some basics down. I did buy a couple of books that are out there that were not part of Autodesk and that whole proprietary thing, right? And they were really basic, too. They were actually pretty big catalogs of different processes to engage, but you go through those pretty quick because, again, it's just the basics. You really have to just spend time with it. Yep. So I, I am definitely still an amateur. Oh, my God. By, sure. By, you Aren't know, we all? It, <laughs> seriously, right? Um, but I, I've i learned it in a sp- particular style that works for okay. me. I work a lot with the primitives, primitive shapes, um, and it it's just more intuitive t- to me. Okay. It's kind of like mechanical sculpting, let's say. Gotcha. Now that's not really the sanctioned way to go about stuff. Yes, yeah, so I'm very much on the sketch side of things. It's the that's the proper, <laughs> that's the proper approach, um, and I know how to do that. But uh, I was a little impatient with trying to get this thing worked out. So I right. just it may, it's now now it's you're too habit. deep. Now it's a habit, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's so intuitive for me. I can get on there and I can just start going. Um, so I got the Fusion Autodesk 360 on a recommendation from a husband of a colleague of my wife's. Okay. Who is actually <laughs> a person that worked for Lockheed as an engineer who's working for Google now. Dude's pretty smart, definitely smarter than me. But he recommended this program. Yeah. I didn't know anything. So, hey, it was reasonable, too, because you can get a licensing and subscription to it. For a ridiculous price, as, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's, it's very cheap, actually. That's sophisticated. For someone like me, it's just stupid. I had it free uh, for about four years. So I had the education oh, wow, license okay. for a while. My friend has yeah. that. I have a friend that works for uh, UC San Diego. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was serendipity. I met him way after this, a year and a half after this, and same thing with him. There are some limitations, though, with the like the cam side, the, the manufacturing right. side. So I had to start, I mean, I ran out of my years anyways, but at that point I knew I was going to have to start paying for it because it limits a lot of different settings and right. stuff kind of tries to get you to, to push you to pay for it. But it's, it's really affordable, honestly, for what it, for what it can do. It's very affordable for what you have access to the level of sophistication. Again, for someone like me or someone like you, we're not this giant institution. Right. I mean, you can run an engineering, an engineering team with this too. It's very oh, yeah. collaborative. Yep. I'm obviously not doing it. I'm just a team of one. So it's right. perfect for me. It was affordable. Um, and it's, it's just crazy again, not to keep talking about that subject, but I think about these dudes back in the day. We're doing stuff like this with a drafting table. Oh, man. And there was I rooms just, full of people doing oh drafting. Yeah. If I had had to do this with just basically pencil, paper, drafting table, I I don't even know. That's the most impressive thing up. ever is that we built these crazy things it's with just pen, like 
pencils, paper. Like that's all we had it's to, mind to my, like to draw up blueprints and right. to manufacture. Right. Like that's crazy to me. Right now that I have context with the level of sophistication yeah. that this offers and accessibility, oh. yeah, I'm just like mad respect for those crazy. Right, dudes. like the like, software it doesn't even impress it. me. It's like the old way impresses me more. That yeah, it's, I don't know how to explain it. It's just right. so, very impressive. So here's so, my so. question. So once you got done with CAD, dude, what do you do after yeah. that? How do you find somebody to make your shit for real? Yeah, like what All what point? Unknowns to me. I just had to figure it out. Yeah. So Did you just, like, I pick don't up know a phone book and be like, hey, <laughs> fucking. I probably would have. I need a truck because, truck putter together. Like, guy, dude, and, you're talking to someone in their fifties, right? right? Like a yellow phone pages, book. bro. The yellow pages is a big thing. Like, at what point did you decide my design is? done yes and i believe it's ready ready for a prototype like at what point did you get there and then like how many did you get like did you just get one did you get a run of a couple like right this is the thing i didn't know and i had an idea right prototyping because i had talked to a few people they're like yeah it's very expensive well it makes sense right it's all about investment for companies yeah creating this very sophisticated form for you out of metal with their machine and technology. So of course it's going to be this really expensive cost, but I didn't know what those costs were. Right. I didn't even know who to go to. So I really kind of just did this proverbial phone book thing, but my wife being much smarter than me, And much more. She's great, by the way. With yeah, she's awesome. one of my yeah. favorite people. Eastgate yeah. Con. She's she so is nice. So awesome. She is insanely awesome. I am just a lucky bastard. It sounds. It sounds like you have a similar scenario where, like, there's a there's the dreamer, uh-huh. right? And, right. and then there's someone who like right. reins them in because right. without that totally. chaos yeah. ensues. Yeah. Come an awesome back team. into reality for a little <laughs> exactly. bit, Rowan, and, and like, and they're able shit. to guide us totally. into the direction totally. that we need to go totally. to. She well, keeps the rails on. They them. say <laughs> next to every great man is an even greater wife. Yeah. So it's there true we go. story. Bam. Um. All right, dude. So she, so she, she helped you find some shit. She helped me find some stuff. So I don't know if I can say this. I we can. Of course, dude. This all be. You can say it. It's up to you, bro. Well, Alibaba. Yeah. Let's just go with that. That's where I ended up sourcing okay finding all these companies to manufacture and uh, as a side note I really tried I tried so hard to find people to do it here yeah so a it was really cost prohibitive like it is for sure in the very beginning of the production yeah the whole prototyping and all that in America is hard to figure it out we don't have any investors we don't have deep pockets and in Mm -hmm. fact um, again, as a side note, we did sell our house in Denver. We're renting now because mm-hmm. that's how we're helping to. So you are all in, bro. Yeah, people like to hear so that. Far. Yeah, people like to hear that you're all in because you're not going to just pick up and leave. Yep. Like you're no, very invested. You're no, super well, dedicated. We, it's either you succeed or you fail, and that's yeah. Yeah, that's, it, that's, those are our options. Yeah, you know that's where it is right now. Right, so you can we're, really only succeed. We're in it to win it. Yeah. I, you yeah. know, and so uh, yeah, we're gonna keep trying. We're gonna keep. You'll be. I think you'll be okay. Yeah, I'm thing. really. I'm really excited. And let's not also go just fly right on past the trick stick either. I know. Dude. We, we like. Talk about we started that. talking about the shock box yes. and then how that all got invented. Like, <laughs> yes, dude. But the trick stick is what's awesome this is, because this, this really opens up. Like, like the shock mind. box is really cool, and the shock box with the trick stick is awesome because it really gives you the whole MBS style. But the trick stick and what it does and how it functions, and then this like how simple it is at the same time is awesome dude yeah so the trick stick is a great supplement to the system and uh, it, it, that was also something i really had in the back of my mind while i was designing the suspension system um it seemed like a total no-brainer to me when i was taking my board that didn't have any of these things they weren't realized yet on a trail that i could control my board 
much better if I had a binding. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, bindings existed, right? Here's the issue with bindings. Um, they're much more available and baked into the mountain board platform. Yeah, right? you like really can't just board. slap one on a two-in-one. you got to, like, screw holes. It's more and difficult so to difficult. configure it or to dedicate it to most e-skateboard longboard platforms, right? Especially now with the carbon and you've got the enclosure and you've got yeah. the lid. You might not have room for fasteners, blah, blah, blah. Then you're dedicated, right? It's not an easy on and off. Now, there's some alternatives. I know one yeah. rider in San Diego, Hamza, he uses... This pretty cool setup, which is sort of an in-step half-binding thing, yeah. right? That is out of your way. It's not something yeah, it's that very on the edge you have of to the board. Strap yourself in. So uh -huh. um, that but was a bit of an inspiration for me too. Yeah. Um, so I was, I had the suspension system. Wow, what a great thing if you had a half-binding and also a handle for there we go that's what i was and utility, just about to say something that could perform both functions something that you could get out of the way when you just want to cruise you just want to chill but you're not interested in going nuts on mm -hmm. your board um but Which when you do want to hit a trail or yeah. you want yeah, mike hit, puts a trick stick the other way when he rides right or if you want to hit or an urban assault situation or you just want to drop off of a steep curb or you, mm -hmm. maybe you want right. to or you want to do onto a curb uh, up a curb yeah right now you've got a control point where you can lift oh, yeah, your board also <laughs> i found through my experience and i know that you probably have too james even if you're not talking about airtime so to speak if uh -huh. you're not talking about bunny hopping and lifting which we can get into it actually just stabilizes your foot on mm -hmm. the deck. Yeah. It keeps it from sliding, moving around. And so, and you can even leverage it on a, on a heel turn or a to toe turn. Yeah. Right? That, that's where it I found the most benefit. I, I like no matter where you are, what you're doing, right. it doesn't matter on the train. I honestly don't want to ride aboard without at least yeah. one in the front engaged anymore at all. My Unless I'm super chill, but because you just have much more control and stability. My prediction is that you that your trick stick will outsell your shock box system five to one. I, I agree. Because <laughs> first off, not everybody wants or requires some sort of shock system. Right. However, how easy it is to just slap a trick stick on any oh board, mm -hmm. I think... I think for a lot of people, it's a no-brainer. So yeah, here's sure. the thing. Because it's not just the the clamp, but it's also the handle, and it also is yeah. adjustable in different it's, positions yep. and all sorts of stuff. Right, and here is the exa an example, again, of what you mentioned, and I'll touch upon that. It's compatibility, mm -hmm. right? Right. So the trick stick just uses that four-screw pattern that is, again, ubiquitous to almost every base plate on a, on a pivot, on a truck setup, right? That dimensional spacing with those four screws for your deck on a longboard, I mean, they're all the same. Right. So that's how it attaches. In the kit, you'll get screws of different lengths to appropriate an attachment to different board setups, different board deck thicknesses. Mm -hmm. Also, um, you can have the trick stick in different heights. You can have it. There'll be spacers. Yeah, see, in, the, in this, yeah. this has got a spacer on there, right? right. This has got a riser. Spacer. Yeah, because so like, it comes with a couple of different spacers because not everybody's foot is the same exactly. position or and the, board. the thickness. Depends what shoes you yeah, wear. The shoes you the wear shoes, and everything. Shoe size. Goofy or spacer. regular. Like, there's all sorts of shit that happens. Preference. The board profile. That is actually the awesome endurance right there. So you guys have a little all right. drop down, So right? pretty. Yeah, we do. Um, some boards have a more aggressive drop down, like the Hadian that right. I have. It drops down a little further, so I don't have it set as high. So there's adaptability with this system that makes sense Again, based on the foot based on the profile of the board so spacers come with a kit and so that picture is pretty cool example you can see it engaged on the board side so that's what you would do you would spin it in it's splayed out at a slight angle 
I guess I'll go over the detents, which are just lockable positions and a mechanism to give you the advantage of of a uh, of a location right with intention and the mechanism. So it's got five positions that you can put the handle into to appropriate the function of the handle the inboard position facing towards the deck whether you have it in the front or the back of the board allows you that control point over the instep of your foot instep incidentally is the top of your foot right over here oh. so mm -hmm. just this is your instep. i've heard you say this instep a couple times i'm like i don't i guess i don't know what that means <laughs> right. i mean a lot of uh, right it's not a common Word and it doesn't and it doesn't seem like that's with, the most uh intuitive word because it's it the top of your foot the so instep to me it sounds like the arc of your foot like inside the arch or the bottom yeah. platform arch okay, sorry so instep so <laughs> instep man i don't know the origin of that it doesn't term. matter it's all doesn't good matter. is it latin <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure right sure so it fits over the the the, <laughs> the instep <laughs> it's over the instep so inboard it has about a 15-degree angle splayed out either side, which appropriates a, a geometry that's advantaged for either a goofy rider uh -huh. or a traditional rider, meaning either left foot forward or right foot forward. Um, that little angle helps to comport the geometry, the shape, and the position of the handle in an ideal location for comfort and functionality when you're lifting up on it. So that's why it's got a slight angle. Um, and let's talk about the grip real, too, real quick, too, at that position. The new custom grip, which I didn't have at the show, is, is all me. Um, that was a process trying to figure out how to get an overmold injection thing done. Yeah, because your but first grips is, did not look like this. Didn't. Your first grips no. were just kind of like bicycle handle grips. They are, and you can still use that. Uh -huh. So the part of the thing that I really wanted to configure with the system is a, cu a customizable platform and something easy, too. My approach was trying to use off-the-shelf things, um, which I, a lot of things I actually ditched, and that was mostly concerning hardware. But the grip, um, it just seemed like a no-brainer to me to adapt a bicycle single-clamp grip like you'd have on a mountain bike to uh, the, the handle system and the foot position system because it just had the right geometry, had the right, you know, and just had the right size, shape, et cetera. And it was easy. I could just implement a 22 millimeter tubing and then you could just get a grip and you could just clamp that bastard on there depending on yeah. what color and uh, what kind of softness or you know hardness that you wanted the durometer of the material the tpe material and then go to town but i always in the back of my mind wanted to make a custom grip that again would fit the instep of your foot yeah with a more with a more efficient uh, contact patch so that you have more more contact, comfortable more too it's com more comfortable you have better control so you can see the arch profile that kind of just fits the, the top contour shape of your foot you can also take that contour and pitch it you can rotate it along rotate the, it to the slope of the top of your foot depending on which foot you have forward so again it's all about contact and control right so the more surface area you have on the top of your instep arguably the more control and comfort you're going to have it's an ergonomic it's a human right. factors thing right mm -hmm. i will i will say that i'm very impressed that you went and actually did your custom grip in your generation one product because right. i understand how expensive injection molding is um yeah it's nuts. it's not cheap at all not, not even close like cnc <laughs> like it's expensive but like you just pay 
you pay each unit and you get each unit with injection molding you pay this several thousand dollar mold fee before you get a single yeah. product out of it ever yeah. and then you pay individual units yes. now once your unit well once your molds paid off then units get very very cheap right but the lifetime of that mold over say a thousand units has to get baked into the cost of those units until yes. you've decided that you've paid off your mold right, right. Yep. so we've been there several times we've done injection molding probably six or seven times now and it's very expensive like same thing with our decks even mm -hmm. they're not injection molded but they're still they're molded still and those molds are very, very expensive. Yeah, so like hats too. off to you for actually going for <laughs> it. Right. Because honestly, for a first generation product, I would have expected the just a grip. generalized the bicycle, bicycle grip. grip. Because it's still very good with just that grip. Yeah. But I just for you to actually go for it and spend the God only knows how much money on yeah. the yeah. Well, grip me. is that's very... Dreamer, right? yep. so, yeah. So, yeah, you went so, for it, bro. So Beth, I was left unchecked by Beth for this one. <laughs> and right? then, Sneaking and around, and making this the, whole thing. At the, end of the, at the end of the grip, there was just the regular uh, mounting screw. And then he was like, you know what? I don't like this. I'm going to go ahead and change this. So then he did a reiteration to that cap. And it's now we didn't get to give you a picture. Of yeah, it. there yeah, is a better so, cap on yeah, that. It's a, it's the, a cap uh, that goes all the way up and around. Right. I don't... I did actually, I did send you a picture, James, I, but it's a little too late. Maybe we could bake that into mm -hmm. later. But we will. Yeah. Uh, so I sent you, I think, actual photographs once mm -hmm. they were done, and I, I showed you a rendering of it. So, yeah, let's let's get Just imagine that. the profile of the end of right. the, it's it's pretty much just a cap that's the same profile it's, it's as the end of the. Cap. Yep. It's this ubiquitous thing with single clamps like this sold by individually through uh, grip companies. You can get them at mountain bike stores. You can get them on Amazon, yep. whatever. That's kind of what I went with that was the one thing that was sort of off the shelf but I realized from myself and other people test pilots like James that um, the TPE or the spongy material right the rubber synthetic rubber type material let's just call it that um, of the grip sleeve was deforming and kind of getting out of shape through rugged trail use and abuse and yeah. uh it just seemed like a no-brainer to go ahead right Bam, there, there it is dude here you go god that looks good to keep I, it in place i love the way that looks and so it's functioning pretty good it, I'm, yeah I'm good it is i, I it. david was telling me that a couple people may or may not have said that they weren't sure how they felt about it and so uh yeah. david put it on my board yesterday before we went smash through this trail and there's a couple times where i had to flip my handle around bro and like walk up the trail because I wasn't trying to go up that thing, but it was <laughs> it was better, bro, than just having because the way that the rubber was before, it would kind of bend right a little bit when you would right. try to grab it and pull it. Well, now this like locks everything in, so you can like grab I it with some fingers, nice. lock yeah. it in, and and really hoist that board up there, right. dude. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, good job. Yeah, Thanks, no, man. it's very sure. air knuckles, bro. Bam. All the way from over here. Yeah, no, I'm I'm just I'm impressed that this is like uh, this goes to show like. Not to take anything away from you specifically, but it's I'm always so jealous of everybody who has the time to focus on one product because it really shows that you've been focused. Like every other brand that's got a hundred different products, then nothing ever looks as good as what you've mm -hmm. made. Wow. Looks or functions. Because it's just they don't they don't spend the time uh -huh. perfecting their one thing. Mm -hmm. And you've sure. done and you've been I'll able to do that. Compliment, dude. Yeah. I think too, it's a disconnect with teamwork. Not it's not a diss against larger companies right who oh. have a whole you know and maybe they have an rd they have a couple engineers on the case right for me it's there's so much motivation baked into this creative endeavor it to me this is it's 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 artisan stuff right right so i have i'm very lucky and fortunate that i can spend the time but i'm right. much more invested in it personally right 
Yeah, I, mean, I think that helps. What it that helps. Yeah, it's, it's all me, and there's a lot riding on the line, right? There's a lot of risk financially, et cetera, et cetera. So there's that component, but the main component right here is this. This is this is my creative endeavor. This is my painting. This is my sculpture. This is something that's very artistic to me. Right. And I want it to be the best it can be. And it's going to be an evolution. I mean, I know this is the first gen, but um, I'm I'm really happy with it. But I think the the best the best way forward with any company or any endeavor where you're creating something is to never be satisfied. Right. Okay. That's where innovation. Be a little satisfied. That's where well, you know a what I mean. Satisfied, but uh, this, crave better. Exactly. Never be satisfied with something being its final iteration. Uh-huh. Like you're always well, seeking to improve. Well, is anything finally improve. really done? I right. feel like almost Everything's everything improving. can be improved. Right? So it's in the, the uh, universe, in film school, the uh, we learned that, Ooh, look at that. films are never <laughs> they're never <laughs> completed. Answer. They escape. That's I like that. So like eventually mean, you dude? just have to send you, it. You have to. You can't it, because right. you could because they could sit there right. and they oh, can go frame why, by frame right, and yeah. edit everything right. more and more and more right. to the point where yeah. it's beyond perfect. This but then you never but you'll never release it. They'll right. never release it. You right. always tell me eighty five percent. Get it. Got to get it. Well, then, at least right. to start, you yeah. got to get it. Right. There's like a ninety percent. I think probably ninety percent there. If you can get there to ninety percent. There's the, the rule of diminishing returns, right? It'll take you a month to exactly. get to 90%, six months to get that last right. 10%. Is that last 10% really worth right. six months of lost time? Right. Probably not. Probably not. Exactly. Like, get the 90%, learn something, get it produced, and then while that's running, refine for version two. Like, the endurance. Is it a perfect board? No. But is it 90% there? Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Exactly. Now, iteration two we'll be able to get to 95% there because that last 5% we've been working on for a year. Yeah. Right. So like, that's just part of it. So like I was telling, I was telling um, David earlier this week, I was like, please don't perfect yourself to death because there are companies out there that just, they release something and then they just try to perfect it for so long and it never comes out. And I I feel like it hurts business that way. Like Mm -hmm. there's all this hype and then we sit on it for months and months and months, nitpicking this and that. Obviously if it's a safety thing, of course, but if it's just aesthetics or if it's just like a little tweak right. that's not necessarily important if like it's a critical factor it's sure, worth addressing sure but if you've ironed them all out and you're right. not having any red flags let's say right so to speak, just right? No send it real problems like do we really care how big your fillet or chamfers are not really right. so those like people don't even ex- know what the fuck those ex- words right. are bro exactly. so just so send it say that, Mike, because, oh my god no because that you, man fillets like, and chamfers so a no chamfer is like a nice hours i've spent <laughs> dealing with a, a chamfer is like a nice like hard edge break and yeah. it fill it's like a round over right, right? but like and we d- designers oh do spend well, yeah. a lot of time deciding yeah. what those are Dude, yeah. however oh the know, end I consumer doesn't talking. care yeah, i hear you talking about those words yep. he's coming over, like, check this chamfer out bro i'm like what, what well what you know I, what what am i feeling he's you like, know oh, what's right funny here, there it is. And I'm like, oh. what's funny is now that i'm doing my own manufacturing we actually are not supposed to add any chamfers at all in the design uh side of things and they add we add the chamfer in in the machining side of things uh-huh. because machining a chamfer that's actually in the design is actually quite hard right so you want to remove all your chamfers and then do it i've heard this after doug who is a great friend of mine uh who does he's he's a self-proclaimed hobbyist cnc person but it's a bit of an insult because he's just mad Oh, we really? Have, uh, we got but somebody that watches our show thing. that is actually a uh, Haas CNC oh, wow. tech. service tech. Service yeah. tech. Yeah, dude. Shout out. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. 
For sure. Yeah. Champers. Sorry, dude. Did I Champers just squirrel? Sorry, oh. you said CNC and then no, I good, thinking bro. about some other stuff. And no, you're good. We're we're just I I think at this point, um, you know, so when when are you actually releasing? Because you have a yeah, launch date, right? Or a pre-order launch date. Yeah, we yeah. wanted to do it at the end of this month. Okay. okay. So people need to keep an eye oh, on your man. channels for that. I, then. I think it's gonna it's gonna squeak over the borderlands of September into October. Okay. Um and that's oh, man. pre-order. Do you want to discuss it's, pricing or it's anything? Pre-order. Okay. Um, well, the pricing is all on the website now. Okay. We're gonna try to incentivize the pre-sale launch. Yeah. Um, that's always good. People like free things. stuff. I'm not sure how we're gonna configure that yet, but for sure, we want to give people an advantage out of the gate if they're gonna commit right. to a pre-sale. So the pre-sale is our way of avoiding investors and in, in other right. situations, which will. Which ultimately drives the price up to things. It drives the price up. It does. Investors and want their cut. That and, and they want a big cut, at least 33.3%. <laughs> Shout out to Shark Tank. <laughs> we don't. We just, we want to, we want to stay in, in, we don't want, we don't want to be compelled by the pressure of investors to, yes. to, to take this company to places that we'd rather not go. We want to stay extremely product focused. We want to stay so focused on our consumers um, we just don't want anyone else having the input for for steering that bus for driving. The, the moment bus. you have an um, investor, you now have a responsibility to them do. first, customers right. second, and you that's the problem. That. I want to put customers first. I yep. want to put the product. And that's first. how we, so far we have gone through without investors, right? Which and has that's been awesome. Great. You guys have been so now we can uh, in so many oh, ways. But yes, <laughs> no, no doubt. Um, and. Shout out to Eric at Shredlights too. I've been talking about yeah, motivate there. Dude, we go. He's talk a, about a man God with a plan. Damn, I, I tip my is, hat to that man for sure. Not only is he awesome, but he's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. he's inspiring product. too. Like, and that's another example of being able to focus on one product and yeah. refine the hell right. out of it because he right. really has. Yeah, oh. that's amazing. Oh my crazy. God, dude. Amazing. So good. So I hope to have even a fraction of the success you guys have had in Eric. Oh, so thanks, we'll dude. I really do. So yes, we don't want that. We're gonna we're gonna try to avoid that with pre-sales. Meaning that, if people commit to uh, the sales and we reach this threshold, we will absolutely get you this stuff. It'll be great. It'll have great uh, packaging and shipping. But you'll have to wait a couple months for it right. to get into your hands. And we're gonna explain all the details, and we won't leave you hanging. We'll also keep you up to date on the process. Right. If you commit to a pre-sale um, with whatever incentives we have going on, we aren't going to just fall off the radar and keep you in the shadows. We'll keep you posted on how it's going along, send you yep. some content when we start getting the product, we start doing assemblies. Yes. So that you know it's That's real. the way to do it, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> tell me yeah. how, tell, ask me how I know that. Because <laughs> honestly, pre-orders, we stopped doing, now you're in a different boat than us. But we stopped pretty much doing pre-orders because usually when we say like, oh, it'll take a month, it really takes yep. six weeks or yep. seven weeks or yep. eight weeks or whatever it takes. Yep. And then you keep moving the goalposts and people totally. get upset about it. No matter how open, like, so honestly, because we've, we've had problems in the past where we were not transparent enough where it sounds like right, right out of the gate, you understand I like really transparency is transparency super is key. Yeah, there are, there are some key. unknowns, but of course. We, we're going to do our best to convey that. And we're going to be realistic about time frames. Like, right. I'm not going to tell anyone they're going to get it sooner than two months. Now, right. there is there definitely a possibility that that could sure. happen, but I'm not going to just tease Say that. It. Right. It's not worth it. Well, I guess I kind of did that right now. But right. We'll, 
whatever. Well, you know well, what? Well, that's just, you can let people know that's best case scenario. Best and case then scenario. maybe worst case scenario is three months or well, whatever Well, so it is. this just yes. happened to the one wheel scene with the whole uh, float wheel. So in order to buy the float wheel, like there was a pre-sale and you had to like end up buying crypto and sending them this full payment <laughs> in crypto, bro. Like it sketchy. was kind of, it was what? sketchy as fuck. And there was still a yes. lot of people, dude, that did it. And, but the thing is, is Tony, the main engineer and like the main guy behind float wheel, he was constantly making videos about what's going on, the engineering process, how That's everybody's cool. stuff doing. And so it was constant updates. And then it was like, all right, guys, like shit's going to be launching in two weeks. Like you guys are going to start getting your stuff. And he held to all of that stuff. Everything That's launched cool. as soon as he gave a date. Uh, he always gave everybody advice. He always gave everybody timeframes and, and updates and everything. And so as long as you're that and you're transparent, bro, I feel yeah. like it works. Yeah. Yeah. Your customers are your people, man. Mm -hmm. Keep them informed. Like you're nothing without your customers. And that's just exactly. I mean, that's the, that's a, that's a great thing. Like this is new for me, the whole retail thing, directly creating a product. I, this whole journey has been new, but I think, I think we're doing pretty good so far, but yeah. my intention is, yeah, the customers are everything. And this, this, you know, what's really cool about this industry. It's recreational. It's fun. Yeah. This is one thing that Beth and I talk about a lot. It's like, man, if you can, if you can make a living doing something that's fun, whatever, however, complex it may be or however how whatever the level of engagement is mm -hmm. financially you know those have their own stresses but if you can follow that dream oh mm -hmm. my god it's awesome and if it's in an industry where people are just all about having fun yeah, like that honestly thing. helps. Yeah, that and you know what? So David, customers have a lot of passion, yeah, dude. And David is about the fun too. Like he I, he handed I me he was out doing me that. yesterday on the trail, bro. There was some shit yesterday. I was like, I'm I cool. I liked. I want to make it to work on Monday, bro. And he's like, Mama didn't raise no bitch, dude. And sent it. I'm like, Oh my god, bro. But uh, you know, David is like really taking the initiative That's to cool. not just bring a product to the scene, but become the part of the scene with the product. Dude. Oh my god, he, yeah. well, that's, down in California, he's hanging out the SDs. Dude, he comes here. He hangs out with us. Like he's put some miles in he, just in the car, he's dude. Out, dude. Like he's meeting people. He's yeah. going to New Mexico to go meet up with Jack. I Jack am, has Wi-Fi. Spent it for a little bit, but yeah, yeah, I was talking to Jack last night. So okay, I, the good news for Jack is. Jack is awesome. Yeah, Jack is the he's shit. He's a cool guy. Um, yeah, he'll be I'm, at East Cape Con 2024. <laughs> right, I'm going to be able to spend a couple of days with him. Before it was just one day, but now I've pushed it back a little bit, so now I can at least be with him for two days. And oh, Beth cool. Beth is going to go down. So yeah. Oh, cool. That'll be cool. Yeah. We both can go down there and, and represent and talk so, to Jack. So, yeah, dude, you but like put yourself uh, you made right? yourself well, a part of the scene. I wanted these things on a board. The whole reason I freaking even endeavored in this whole thing is because this is what I wanted. Like yeah. everything, right? Yep. Necessity is a mother of invention. Yeah, you can argue that this isn't necessary because it's recreational, but honestly, I just think this is the way, this is sort of the direction again that eSkate is going to inevitably go. Yeah. I mean, obviously, with the board, from the Endeavor board from, um, what's the name of that? Propel. Yeah. Right? They're thinking it. I mean, there's trampa boards. They don't have suspension systems with mountain boards. I mean, trail riding is a thing. It's just going to be more of a thing. I it's think you'll do really well. Racing, um, but it's just going to be something that hasn't been mm -hmm. fully realized yet. And I that was my inspiration. I think you'll do really well in the countries where electric skateboards are illegal on the street because that pushes them all to mountain boards. Yep. It pushes them all to trail riding. Oh, and, very good point. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, sure. the, there's quite a few countries. The city, the guys, the, city. the guys who are just riding, you know, commuting to work, maybe, maybe aren't your well, target. What but they will tech? though. What does John say? Like doesn't, yes, that doesn't will. John always tell us that that's a reason why he had an MBS board is because it was illegal. It was yeah. back in the day. Yeah. I don't know if it still is, but he was illegal yep. to e-skate out there. So he had to Where, build this MBS board. 
board from the ground. Well, not really Where build it from the ground up, from? but and then go ride it. He's in the UK. He's in the UK. Okay, that's what I thought. And then yeah, he had to take his shit out on some trails and some more stuff. So, you know, it was like a, he tried a regular tune one, I think, and it wasn't working out there. Right, and right. And so that's what led him to build the MBS board. So for sure, yep. Yeah, I think that that is just it's it's environment, right? Now we can take these boards that just weren't sort of baked in the oven for that environment, and you can give them a, a huge advantage, and it can just be so awesome. Um, I didn't touch them on the trick stick component with one of its features. We kind of did, but we're talking about how you can position it to the instep or to the in inboard side, use it over your instep. But right. the cool thing, too, that I wanted to bake into that design was being able to spin it out of the way with those detents outboard side mm -hmm. and just use it as a, a toe point that you can grab as a grip, you know? Yes. And I think this is where it's going to just have a, a be usable in so many scenarios. Like you said, we're on the trail, yep. mm -hmm. right, James? And you can just spin it if you don't want to ride a feature. Maybe you're just not willing to take it on at that point yeah. or, or in an urban over. environment, right? You're just going in and out of your house. You can spin that thing around and tow mm -hmm. easy. I mean, of course, you can grab the hanger in the truck, no, but they're dirtier. No, that's dirty, dude. The wheel's I, a little closer. I flip it around and grab it and yeah. pull it and lift it up, dude, <laughs> but, you know. So it's the top of your deck. It's usually not going to be as grimy and dirty. It's more convenient. It's comfortable. It's got the TPE, and uh, <laughs> those detents are 45 degrees either side. Yeah. So you can position it in the front. I like to call that the passive position where it's 180 right. outboard, right? It's just out of the way. Of course, you can use it as a utility handle for towing your board. But they also position it at a 45-degree angle on either side. So depending on what side of the board you like to walk your board with, you can put it into that 45 degree position uh -huh. to the left, grab to the right. it and kind of have your board out a little bit further more comfortable. So it's not just hitting your leg and dragging your leg. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That is, you yeah. know, I think you've got it a lot. You've thought about it a lot and it shows. Yeah, yeah. We're really, we're really impressed. And I don't think that we would just bring you on to the podcast, dude, if we weren't no. like, man, this guy might be trying to scam us and he's just some plot. <laughs> he's, he's just some spy from China. We don't really know, but how did you bake yourself in the scene? You've proved yourself. Like no, no, I'm we're exci excited for sure to, end, you know, to have you come into the scene, bro. And really, I'm excited the, uh, to see the innovation. I'm excited to, mm -hmm. uh, you know, get these on boards that we can sell yeah, to our customers. Yes, because me and Jacob situation. came up with a name last night for the board that we want to build with those. Oh, right? yeah. All right, we'll talk about that later. Well, yeah, somebody somebody had dropped it in the comments, dude, and, and we set it out on the ride, and we might have to go with it, dude. So okay. we'll have to have you check it out. Cool. Um, but, yeah, dude, we kind of got to start wrapping we this gotta up wrap a little it bit, up. bro. Let's wrap it up. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, David, for sure. Thank yeah, you. thank oh, you for coming God. here, dude. Thank you guys here. for just spending yeah. the time with me, taking time out of your work day. Uh, yeah, yeah you were in Sunday. town for a couple Sunday days. morning, bro. Yeah. We've never shot a podcast never. on a Sunday. So cool we had to, we had to make it. this happen, dude. It was a big deal. So James, for sure, thanks, man. Thanks for test piling this stuff course, and putting bro. mad crazy miles on it. Of course. It. I really, really can't thank you guys enough. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We're happy to help, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. And one teaser for EastGateCon 2024, which I cannot wait for, by the way. Yes. I'm so pumped. April now that I have fifth so through seventh friends and everything. I oh, man, I can't wait. There's gonna be some new stuff from our company. Okay. So I'm trying I'm I wanna get to the point where we're gonna be revealing and releasing it at the show. Okay. Cool. So I just want to so say look that. out for some look for out. some teasers really at the show. You've got some I new can. stuff too yeah. coming out that's in March. Be, that's what we'd like is as a couple companies dropping teasers for yep. these. I, I think more and more more and more people will start releasing stuff at EastgateCon mm -hmm. cuz March well actually March or early April is a great time cuz that's the start of our season. Yep. Yeah. So it's a good time to release stuff yeah. and especially if you can have it ready to ready 
start shipping. That's exactly what we're going to try like crazy to do. Yeah, I, that's awesome. I'm trying not to be It's hard, bro. It's really hard. Production's a nightmare. Oh, man. Produ- you know what? Prototyping is easy and production's yeah. difficult. Yeah, I can tell you that right now. It gets hard, dude. Yep. All right, my timer's about to go off, gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Okay, thanks, hey, Mike. Thank hey, you, thank you for being here. Thanks, for sure. Jacob, who's not here right now, and yeah. everybody else. Listen, we kicked him off to have you on, boards. and he's a little butthurt, but he'll get over it. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. All right. Thank you, guys. Peace out. See ya. Peace.